The following podcast is an audio version of a live show that takes place daily on Crowdcast. To join our live audience, visit our Crowdcast website at crowdcast.io slash in lieu of fun. That's crowdcast.io slash in lieu of fun. All right, <laughs> click. Can I, can I, Wait, can we just we're going live. And we're live. It is Thursday, September 2nd, 2021. 5.03 p.m. We were uh, three minutes late because Scott was giving us a tour of his uh, office at Yale. Um, we are here with Professor Lisa Page of the Yale Law School. Ben, we're just doing this, right? We're just Where's the lie, Ben? Where's the lie? <laughs> no, because here's what happened. I'm going to tell... And for all of the people in the audience who work for the Federalist, um, you know, this is your <laughs> chance. Um, you guys suck because um, the, the, the federal, you know, all the people on the right suck because for the last few weeks, Lisa Page <laughs> has been in the course calendar of the Yale Law School for this fall, teaching a course with Scott Shapiro. You had it. It was a big frickin' hanging grapefruit size curveball. And you draw you just swung and missed at it. Didn't even try uh, to hide it. Didn't even try yeah. to hide it. Um yeah. just yeah. think of all the outraged Wall Street Journal op-eds <laughs> you could have done. Um uh there it is. It is it is it is a bit scandalous though that Lisa is teaching at Yale Law School because of her actual legal knowledge. Yeah, it's, <laughs> true. It's, it's, it's really really done much more than the people here. I'm like, oh, oh dear, help us. Like... <laughs> we are not allowed to have fun anymore. But in lieu of fun, we are going to have a debate today between Lisa Page and the Lisa Page puppet, who has uh, been upset at having merely the chore of parroting Lisa's uh, actual thoughts and never getting to express opinions of her own. So uh, whatever Lisa says today, the Lisa Page puppet reserves the right to respond. Uh, Lisa, welcome to the part four of the 500th episode <laughs> of In Lieu of Fun. Yeah, I saw the counting on that one. I was like, hmm, okay, we're taking some liberties here. I see this. Yeah. <laughs> so what number am I actually? <laughs> we don't know. We, we, you're I probably 503, one. but we're, we're not sure. We're resolving a rounding error. Yeah, sure, <laughs> there's, like, yeah. there's like a whole thing. I just want to say that um, everyone thinks that I'm the Lisa Page puppet, but I'm not. The Lisa Page puppet is the Lisa Page puppet. That just I I'm, I don't exist. I'm not She's the same entity. Yeah. She, she if there is like a own. conservative right wing like entity watching right now, I just want like my moment of having being screenshot with you, Lisa, <laughs> while holding a paper bag on my hand and wearing a, a dog shirt. And I'm really what is like the like the Washington like like excelsior or something like i don't know there's like there's a anyway <laughs> hello <laughs> it's very nice to see you at least as much more conservatively dressed it's clear she was still uh like a, a federal employee at the time yeah he says like what's anybody gonna do and taylor that's right that's right <laughs> wearing the dc uniform that's what right. do they call what do they call those um kind of tassels from the collar Terrible. Yeah, because that's what it looks like Lisa's wearing on the, the, the puppet. Oh, you mean like the Sandra Day O'Connor collars? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. It was supposed to be just like an Oxford button-down shirt. Yeah, no, no totally. No, I, I got that. You know I drew was, this in like 30 seconds. I, and I. <laughs> that's the I greatest that's gift crazy. of all. Like, <laughs> that and the fact that a human-sized Halloween costume got made out of it. Like, that was actually, that was, just, that was pretty <laughs> There's nothing really that's going to surpass that in my life. Like, and all, no. and that all over the country, there are isolated individuals who carry <laughs> the tote bag. with my face on. Yeah. 
I'm still waiting to run into one in Whole Foods. Like it hasn't, I bring mine, but it hasn't happened yet. I'm sure it's, it's, sure it's a matter of time. Yeah. No. I mean, it would be so funny though, if someone's like, oh my God, your tote bag, it's the Lisa Page puppet. And they just <laughs> completely miss <laughs> your Lisa Page. Yeah. I mean, it's at a point now, like quite blissfully that I meet new people. Like I was out the other night with a, with a, journalist and a couple of friends of her friends and and she it was like two hours in when finally it was like oh well how do you know this person and i was like oh well, you know actually somebody introduced me to ben like our lives have sort of led some similar you know oddities and they're like wait why and i was like <laughs> oh so like you know how and these are journalists like of course they know what what happened I'm like, so you know how President Trump kind of got mad about these texts? And they're like, oh, oh you're Lisa Page. I'm like, oh, that's right. They're like, oh my God. Oh, oh my God. I was like, okay, this is, it's okay. I'm still the normal. Same person you've been talking to for two hours. Like, we're good. We're good. Uh, anyway, it's just kind of amusing. But it happens less and less anymore. I'm like fading back into my happy oblivion. So I, uh, I'm still happy, happy to be here. Happy to be here. <laughs> and, and you're teaching at the Yale Law School, and it's not even a scandal. Yeah, not yet. I mean, you're doing your best, Ben. So, and even, yeah, I know you really are trolling it for it, Ben. <laughs> no, I just want I just want Molly Hemingway. Molly Hemingway, if you're listening, oh for fuck's sake, you know this is your chance. You know, well, you missed your chance. Now you've been. If you do it now, you'll just it'll just be because I baited you into it. We're, um, we're, we're just so everyone knows, uh, we're teaching a course called uh, Cyber Security Law and Policy. Right. So um, that. Which that, is code for how to overthrow a president. Ben. No, Ben. <laughs> I mean, that, that legitimately sounds like an awesome course. I'm very jealous. Uh, Both of them, oh, it, actually. It, it, <laughs> I mean, half of the course is awesome. There's no question. Oh, quit it. <laughs> Please, like I, I, I don't teach next week because I'm sorry, I don't teach this week because yeah. um, I wasn't able to. But I start again next week, and I, it, the first two classes were topics I don't really know as well as all of the rest of the class. So I'm like, great way to like pump myself up and be super confident, like going right into it. <laughs> Shit, I don't know. Like, can't wait for this, but. It'll be Scott will be there. Scott knows everything. We'll be, that, 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 well, welcome to my, to my life. Um, <laughs> uh, that, that, that sense of like really, um, kind of, you know, it's, it's, I personally find it the most fun to teach classes where I'm learning it myself. Um, because you really feel like you're, you get, I at least get really invested in the material because I'm, I'm figuring it out with the class, so to speak. Um, and so, um, you know, yeah, that, there's I, no I part of like, that for me. I'm like, I would like to do things I know very, very well and not have to work enormously hard at them. But instead, we're going to start with the CFAA, which I really yeah, like to practice in, but that's okay. You kind of have people. to start with the CFAA. Yeah, no, yeah, I, know. I know, I know. And then we'll go to the Store Communication Act and then we'll, we'll do CFAA. Uh, everything's illegal, whatever you do. Right, right. If you're on a computer and, it, and you did it, it was illegal. No, I mean, that's that's about it. So maybe that's just all to cover it. We'll, we'll just chit chat the last uh, hour 20. So, uh, Lisa, um, you were the first guest ever to sh show up on In Lieu of Fun in the form of a paper bag. And I think <laughs> still, Am I not the only guest? I think you're still the only, well, yeah. Kate did once imitating you. Um, so I think it's now a universe of two. Um, where does that rank in the great distinctions of your life? Um, well, very high, but my life has been very indistinct. So I'm not <laughs> sure how to, how to give you that one. But uh, yeah, I... Uh, it's a it's a great honestly it's a just it's an enormous honor i was thinking about this when i was in the shower earlier it's because that's when i think um i was like the, the funny thing about kate and her paper bag is that she and i outside of this context for sure would never have been friends because yeah. she's far too creative what far too creative <laughs> no you're like you're too creative you're too crafty you're too like here let me you know cure a Save lamb a leg or yeah. Or save a bird, right? Or or birth a calf, or like whatever. Like these are these are things that are never gonna that be associated with my name. Like that's just never gonna happen. And so the likelihood of our paths having ever crossed is like very very low. 
and now like she drew my face in a paper bag like and it, it's totally <laughs> recognizable as me and she even got like, i didn't even really realize i kind of have like it's over here somewhere like i know i just don't pay attention to it because i've had it since i was born and i kind of forget that it's there and then when it happened i was like oh my god i do have a mole don't i Wow. Anyway, it's very observant. Very, uh, yeah. Well, well, you know. So there you go. So, <laughs> I, so I have a another very serious question for you, Lisa. Um, and in fact, all of these questions today are going to be very serious. I have no doubt. Um, uh, yesterday, uh, uh, Pete Struck basically denounced dog shirts. Um, oh, yeah. He, he hates he, dog shirts. He showed up with a tux, although a, <laughs> not a, not a, you know, a, a, a straight tie. Yeah, right. um, and he said he had disdain for dog shirts, um, thus attempting to pick a fight with the entire in lieu of fun host uh, 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 crew. Yeah. crew. And so, I, you know, you and I have been good friends for a while now. I want your honest opinion. How do you feel about dog shirts? Are you pro or con? Ben, I love you with my whole heart, but I loathe them <laughs> with a fiery passion. I, um, I, uh, they just offend every sensibility, not just sartorial ones. Like there's just no good place for them anywhere in this world. And yet you wear them with such pride. It makes me want to hate you, but yet, <laughs> you know, here I am still your friend and not, notwithstanding your sartorial choices. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with Pete here. Sorry. I I do find when the dog shirt, when I wear the dog shirts, there are frickin' Rorschach tests with people. I mean, you walk down the street and people come up to you and say, I love your shirt. Or people come up to you and say, how can you wear that? Like, that's <laughs> you know, that's it's... just atrocious. Yeah, no, I, um, yeah, look, I, you don't have to care about clothes. You do not. And that is okay. We all are all different people. And this is what makes the world great. But... I care a lot about clothes. Can, yes. can, can, can I just ask? And of course, I you know, I respect your opinion about this. But could you say what you don't like about the dog shirt? Oh God, it's just, it's, it's like neither. I oh. I it's know. neither a dog nor a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> It's Does it bother you that more and more people on this show are wearing them? Well, I didn't I mean, know that. But if I knew that, then yes. Yes, it would. Because, you know, Kate's wearing one now. Genevieve's got a dog shirt. Oh, um, Genevieve's is... Genevieve's is... is tasteful. Is, no, but she has this one, too. What you're looking for. Oh, well. uh, I, I have the yellow lab, and I do enjoy the yellow lab equally. And yeah. she and she yeah. even pressed it the other day for the show. Yeah, I'll, I'll wear a shirt with any number of, you know cutely patterned animals on that. Like I have one with, with sparrows. I have a, I have a dress with squirrels. Like I go put my squirrel dress on. Like, but it's cute. It's not <laughs> peculiar. Like the nose, the nose <laughs> it's just like three dimensional. Like I yeah. just, it's no. like the three dimensional part of it. It's like the excitement that maybe you're really close to a dog, but then you find out it's just Ben in a dog <laughs> shirt. Body, like, yeah, yeah, so a lot, so a lot of people are saying in the chat um, that it's the nipple-liness of it. <laughs> no, it's not. I hate that to was, say that this is not about That was like, Virginia Heffernan's <laughs> comments yeah. about it. No, no, yeah. other, the dog other, shirt was nipply and weird, was her line. Yeah. Well, well, no, but the other, but, um, um, uh, you know, I get it because I was very triggered by J.D. Vance's video. Um, um, <laughs> So what was Jim Vance's video? You know, he had this video where he basically tried to cancel the Afghan refugees, basically. And, but really? He, yeah, he was wearing it. Uh, basically, he was just saying, we should not take one Afghan before all the Americans are out. I mean, it was just, it was grotesque. But, and he was wearing an uh, a I know, a t-shirt. That's right. Yeah, a t-shirt. Yeah. But let me just simply say he... Um, it, it had certain commonalities with the dog shirt. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna look this up now. See, I got my share of shit because of course I went to Ohio State and so I got a, a nice solid like, 
oh, oh, look who's now, you know, adopting your your school. And I was like, yes, except that he didn't go here. Let's yeah, he went clear. to the Yale Law School. <laughs> oh, oh yes, I know he did. It. Yes, I know. <laughs> did you have him as a student, Scott? No, no, I, I, no, I only met him once. And, and he, he was an inclusive like, legal positive. No, no, no. We, 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 we didn't, we didn't get that intimate. Um, uh, but I just said hello to him and something about uh, his book or whatever. Um, like a congratulation about the book. And he seemed like an, an, a nice guy. Um, and now he's morphed into like J.D. Vance uh, and um, uh, Josh Hawley's older brother. Yeah, I met him at, at uh, David Frum's house uh, for dinner once, and he spent the dinner congratulating himself about how much he had uh, given up uh, for his anti-Trump position. Uh, and uh, uh, I am frequently reminded of this conversation um, <laughs> by his daily antics. Uh, having decided apparently that he no longer wants to give up any of that, um, his wife <laughs> seemed very nice. Um, no, it's a, this is what this is what Schmidt found out. Carl Schmidt. So, uh, I'm sorry to derail. Were they the friends? Although <laughs> <laughs> Carl, well, Carl uh, lived to like 99 or something. He, he lived till 1970 or so. Yeah, uh, yeah. I actually have it in my book. I, I, I forget. Um, but one of the things that Schmidt found, he said the true victims of the Germans were the the Nazis with um, whose party number was over a million. Meaning that if you weren't in at the beginning oh you would be caught between two um things that is you'd never be nazi enough or you join the nazi party and so th i mean of course in in carl schmidt's like melodramatic um um narcissism you know he had to make it about him but yeah, it I is kind it is kind i was gonna say I, I was gonna say uh five million polls and uh yeah. would, would beg to differ with the no, true uh, not to mention Jews um, and others, but um, uh, uh, but yeah, I can I can see where he's coming from. The true victim so, is always me. But, right. but, no, no, but just to say that that I think the same thing is going to be the case for J.D. Vance, which is that like having been a never Trumper, he'll never be truly of MAGA. Um, and he's also like the the coastal elites now can't stand him. So. Like the Facebook, that's how I feel about people who have like a Facebook ID number that's more than four digits. <laughs> no. Uh, no, no. Okay, does actually no one remember this? Because maybe I'm just like of this group, the only person that like kind of lived through this. So when Facebook started in 2004, like it started just at Harvard. Everyone knows that part. Then it went to not to the Ivy Leagues, but to like a couple Ivy Leagues and MIT. And then it kind of opened up to all of the Ivy League. It was very elitist, like in how it rolled out. And like there were Facebook groups at the time that were, I remember it was a protest. It was like, keep Facebook in the Ivy League. Do not let other schools use Facebook. Right, and then because, it was the, like, because the end was, you know, when Cornell got, you know, and um, I know. That's that what was, I said. you know, <laughs> once the kids from the School of Hotel Management were allowed onto Facebook, that's when, you know, that's when the Russians got control. Yeah. Anyways, it was just it was this, this is like interesting part of the I think it's I, kind of interesting, but everyone has forgotten that. But yeah, it was really weird. So, Lisa, um, are you uh, you were a Twitter sensation for a while. You've been kind of dark most of the time on Twitter. Uh, how are you feeling about social media these days? Are you, you using TikTok instead? <laughs> yeah, <I'm good. laughs> putting up. TikToks, talks, ticks, what are they? I don't even know what they're called. <laughs> That's a really good question. What are they? I think they're talk TikToks. 
Genevieve, what are they? Yeah, right. Motion feature film. As our youth coordinator. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm not um, well positioned. <laughs> yeah, no, I am, again, back to my, like, happy oblivion. I'm just, like, fading back into obscurity. I'm very comfortable in this place. So I was weirdly motivated to tweet, like, a couple weeks ago for no good reason. Well, my tree fell down. And I was really devastated. Hey, like, I really... Hey. Oh, I brought these for you. Oh, so it's really sad. My, so, you know, my tree fell down, my fig tree fell down and like, it was like the height of harvest and I was like incredibly devastated. It felt very like symbolic of my life and I cried about my dumb tree. And then the, I had a tree person come out cause I'm like, this tree can't die. Like and there's <laughs> truly like a separate part of this tree that's still growing. Can I just want to say really quickly that there is one thing that I've learned from being friends with you over the last couple of years is that you cry. If there's like a stiff breeze, you cry, Lisa. <laughs> like, there is like, if there is like a whiff of onion, you cry. <laughs> like, like, yeah, no, I'm real. I am a, I'm a sensitive girl. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, no, we play planted this tree. We like first bought this house. I'm like, anyway, it's, it was very sad. Um, and the tree's still growing. It seems to be doing fine. The tree person came out and I was like, no, no, your tree's going to be fine. And it's like the back half of it's covered with figs, but they're like green and not clearly not going to ripen because we're like past fig season down here. And I don't know, like, I'm like, is this a harbinger of like, I'm just going to have a fig tree with no figs, which is almost more depressing than not having a fig tree. Like, anyway, but to your point, I tweeted about it for some weird, I was feeling very. I love that. Um, and then, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I don't even go on Twitter. I don't like once a week. For like 15 minutes, I'm like, let me see what's happening. And I'm like, how oh, it's me again. Yeah. Where, how do you get outrage then? <laughs> it's good. It's a good point. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I actually try to avoid outrage. I try to avoid all <laughs> uh, intense swings of emotion because as it turns out, this doesn't serve me well. But what, how do you entertain yourself then? Because in our modern society, so here, here's the <laughs> yeah, development of the... Of the entertainment media. Tell us about this media. strange world that you're living in. <laughs> in the, you know, first we had radio, then we had television, mm -hmm. uh, then and movies, and uh, then we had. I'm so glad you, you know, did not start at Cave Art. Streaming, <laughs> streaming video, and then we had outrage, um, and that's the way as a society that we entertain ourselves now. And so, like, what are you doing to keep amused, if not, um, you know, generating anger? Yeah, I actually, I will say it's actually a problem because just like two days ago, I realized, like, I'm working all the time. I, I haven't, I hadn't turned on my television in probably six weeks and like not an exaggeration. And that's not like a point of pride. It's actually totally depressing because there's like really good content. I get it. I just... I put the kids to bed, I pull up my laptop, I get up in the morning, I take the kids to school, I pull up my laptop. Like, and so I've actually just two days ago, I was like, all right, I'm fixing this. This is too much. I'm working too much. This is ridiculous. Like, I don't need to work this much. Uh, and so I went downstairs, I turned on the television, like I'm behind on Ted Lasso. I picked it up. I'm like, oh, I'm going to feel so good about this. I'm so excited. And I probably fell asleep. Can so we talk about <laughs> Ted Lasso? Please. Well, I'm really behind. So, so maybe. I, maybe I, maybe I don't know Ted maybe. Lasso. Neither do uh, I, but I've been but I've been watching the bureau. Oh, the bureau is wonderful, which is yeah. spectacular. Yeah. I'm not. I'm gonna. Great. I'm gonna start watching that. It's in no, French. Then, yeah, it's in French. I, I only watch French yeah. TV now. I, um, I watch the podcast. The podcast, you know, the the French Village and 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 the bureau. If it's not in French, I don't watch it. Yeah, but, okay. I, but I really love because I'm classic. Knows, but, <laughs> There's uh, a lot of disagreement right now about Ted Lasso. Why? I mean, what is Ted Lasso? No, no, no. It's There's wonderful. No Those people are wrong. No, it's so good. But a lot of people are saying the second season isn't as good, and I'm like, it's not over. So anyway, I mean, I, I just yeah. I love Roy Kent, so that's pretty much. I know. I I love him so much. Like, um, just angry. What is it? And, it's a series on Apple, and it's a it's uh, Jason Sudeikis plays an American football like American football coach who gets hired from to like coach soccer from like the Kansas like a second right. tier school whatever, like, whatever. like I don't like kind of like a like a lower league football thing that like gets a state championship gets hired over to 
like London to teach AFC Richmond, which is this fictional um, <clears throat> premier league. Like garbage club. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Soccer team that's never won a trophy and he doesn't know soccer or football at all. And just kind of, but is like, but knows people is, I guess, kind of like the, yeah. like the, And the he's like way. real American, like he's very hokey. American. Yeah, like, hokey. super hokey, but it's very well written. It's funny. Like I laugh yeah. out loud. Funny. It's like, really joyful. It's and it, but not in a hokey. It not in a saccharine. Not hokey. No. And the, yeah. the, the way they've built the ensemble cast is really, I I yeah. think, the gem of the show because each even minor characters they have distinct storylines. They're not just foils, and they really get to the heart of a different issue at different times yeah. and it's it's just so it's just pleasurable to watch it's like oh i need to feel good for like 20 minutes today yeah you can go to ted lasso like it's a it's a guarantee but yeah. you promptly fell asleep well yeah well that's just that's, that's lisa just... <laughs> <laughs> sorry lisa that's also true also true i still sleep like shit i mean like you know some things are are evergreen and my being a trash sleeper remains a, a part of my a, tra a trash sleeper i've never heard that like, phrase like garbage like I, i'm a gar garbage sleeper like yeah i just Wait, I, i'm sorry what is a garbage sleeper like i'm bad at it like i it's not a it's not She's a garbage at sleeping you mean meaning that you have insomnia yeah probably kind of I mean, it's or really something. depression, probably, but like, you know, <laughs> uh, potato, potato. Uh, uh, <laughs> see, if you ever wake uh, up really early in the morning, Scott, and <laughs> you can't go back to sleep, uh, and you just want to chat with somebody, it's a great time to text Lisa, because whenever you get up, she'll be She's awake. <laughs> there was a good period of time in there when, like, Ben was in the, like, throes of the Trumpy town, and I was in my own throes of that world, and like both of us were not the greatest sleepers and like you know 425 you'd be like you hey, up you up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep <laughs> been up for about 20 minutes you yep. that was like a year where, <laughs> yeah, where, yeah. where we would like you know wake up at insane hours of the morning and just know the other one yeah. would be somewhere yeah. on the other side of the city awake as well Correct. Wow. hey speaking of this is related to nothing and no one else will care but I took a solid core today, Ben, that was so freaking good and awful, awful hard. But like, it was a really, it was the first time I'd taken this teacher before. It was a really good class. So I'm going to come down solid core. It's the worst, best exercise on the planet. So, okay. yeah, so this is uh, this crazy uh, exercise yeah. regime uh, uh, that um, is kind of like if, you know, if, Himmler had designed a, 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 a Pilates studio. Okay. Um, it would have been like this. You're not um, making the case that I think you think you're making. This. Well, this is how I introduced Lisa to it. I, I said, you know, just um, imagine that, you know, at Bagram in the worst part of the secret prisons program, they did Pilates. Um, and uh, some people- Pilates find, reformer, because it's on the like- Right, machine. it's on a machine. Yeah. And you know, and there's somebody there to scream at you and yell at you. Uh, it's it's exceedingly unpleasant. And once <laughs> once you've done it a few times, no other exercise never stop. will never stop. will really do it for you. The, I I absolutely want to do this. It's not right there. It's, it's like it ruins all other exercise. It seems like no. a great reason not no, to you don't, do it. Like I've never met anybody anybody like super jacked men like itty bitty bitty women like anything in between who isn't like it's the hardest thing i've ever done in my life like it's the hardest exercise and i hate it and yet i go three times and yet i'm totally addicted to it exactly i, I cannot stop outrageous amounts of money to keep doing it <laughs> <laughs> in fact when i was in new york last week i was like oh there's solid studios here like let me look it up and it was so much more expensive than it even is in DC that I was like, I cannot pay forty two dollars for a fifty minute class. Like I, I, I just was like, forget it. I'll just run. It's fine. I um, only know one person, and it is a former in lieu of fun guest, who f to avoid HIPAA violations will remain nameless, perfectly. who uh, who did not, uh, you know, I I took her to a class, and. She was like, that was good. It'd take more than that to break me. 
Um, that's I the only, that. per, only person I know. Love that spirit. <laughs> Um, no, it's um, no. it's just no. here's the truth. No, no, no. How do you the, feel? <laughs> here, here's the true thing about it that keeps me going back. It is you hate yourself. Is, it, <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, that's not true at all. I really like that. I know. Um, I'm joking. I, no, I know. I know. I saw him and I was like, oh, is that it? I was like, oh no, no, it's not. Um, no, it's it's so hard that when you're done, you honestly feel like well. I can obviously do anything today because I just did that horrible thing for 50 minutes and I'll finish and be like, okay, I'm gonna run 25 miles. I do not do that because everyone <laughs> in your body is like unbelievably exhausted, but you feel like you could because you're so juiced up by like the like hardness and the thing you just did. And, and, and like, I got rocking abs now. So, you know, I mean, I feel, I I feel that way about the yoga that was formerly Bikram yoga, but now it's just like hot yoga. I'm, I'm an addict to that. Have you seen the, I I love Bikram. Have you seen the documentary about Bikram yoga? I have, it is awful. Uh, So I like to separate the exercise program from the man because the man is a terrifying entity. Um, no, it really is like truly for anybody, anybody in DC area, just reach out. The only thing that I'm getting out of this is starting my day with something terrible, Lisa, so that everything (laughs) else seems better. So now I'm going to, it's just, the thing about it is it is incredibly hard yet. The, the instructors are, are like to a person, like pretty motivating. Like they're really very like Ben says they're screaming at you. They're not, but they're like. Like they're they are they've had to work to become instructors, so they also understand like how incredibly painful and hard it is, and it's 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 um, broken up into like twenty second segments. So you're like, this is incredibly painful, and then they're like, all right, twelve seconds, and you're like, okay, fine, I can do it for twelve more seconds, and then you're onto the next thing, and then all of a sudden you've done fifty minutes of it, and you're like, well, that was terrible. But <laughs> you have to understand that Lisa, in a very short period of time has gone from, this is the worst, why are you making me do this? I hate you, I'm never doing this again, to evangelizing this on uh, uh, yeah. on a to live everyone. broadcast. To, to um, everyone I know. So, <laughs> Note to Solid Core, we are very willing to be sponsored by you at any point. This episode of I the have two other followers, Solid Core, I will say anything you want about this exercise. Like. Charles T. The floor is yours. Thanks. Uh, I guess, Lisa, my question is, with the growth of domestic of right-wing extremism, do we need to rethink the, the I guess, the legal counterterrorism framework? We have this oh, bifurcation God. of foreign and domestic, and we have the, the foreign bucket for Al-Qaeda and such, and we have the domestic bucket for, you know, for right-wing, for right-wing where it's, you know, a crime versus... So I guess, do we need to rethink the, the whole framework that we use to deal with Counterterrorism, or is it? Can we sustain this bifurcated uh, pathway for in perpetuity? Um, and I will say that I I never worked DT at all, so it's truly not an area that I have um, any real expertise in. And um, unlike Scott, I don't like to uh, pontificate on things I know nothing about. Um, <laughs> that, that, that um, Scott knows everything about. is the difference, and so <laughs> that, that I'm learning about. I, I just yeah yeah yeah. Um, I, it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a complicated question in the United States in, in part because of the first amendment, I think in part because of our like freedom of association, I think we've done obviously a terrible job at, at any sort of, um, intelligence gathering about these organizations. In fact, like what, there was that story a couple days ago that I, I texted to a, a friend who works DT and was like, oh, this is going to be bad. And the response back was like, yeah, this is not going to end well for the Bureau. Because it was about like a couple of agents down in whatever Jacksonville or something who had some terrible person as a source, right, against Antifa, which you're like, oh, super. And um, priorities, so I, priorities. Yeah, well, I, I suspect this is not going to end well for the Bureau, which, of course, makes me super sad because I still love that place. Um, but they they need to they need to reprioritize. Yeah, but can can I, can I just say though that we are I mean, 
We are teaching about this, like in. We are not teaching DT. No, we are not. I'm not no, saying one no, word. No, no. Wait, wait, no. wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> but I, the, the, like, there's a there's like a history that we that we, we you and I have discussed, right? About like yes, a full why we, Yes. Right, right, right. About um about um why there's a different regime for domestic for surveillance. Yes, that's yeah, right. a, a, As opposed to. Foreign. That's a fair point. And so, yes. and, and, and so, like there, there, you know, um, whether it, we should change it is one thing, but it at least was based on something. That's that, a good point, right? You know, that probably. No, what Scott, what Scott's referring to is, you know, we have a we have a good long um, set of readings of the Church Committee, right? Sort of the abuses that obviously led to to the passage of FISA. And the legislative history of FISA, right, to sort of understand why, you know, why FISA is not as, in some views, like robust as like domestic criminal law. And the reality is it is, but it meets the purpose that it needs to, which is this was an area of sort of plenary executive power and not an area that is contemplated by much regulation at all in the Constitution, but for the, you know, the um, act of war. And the the, the executive branch and the Congress was like, okay, we got to regulate this a little bit. Like this wasn't great. We didn't, we didn't do so well in these few years here. And obviously the, you know, that sort of brings us to, to FISA. So that's true in that like domestic terrorism at the end of the day is still just a domestic crime and, and an area which, you know, do we, it's kind of like hate crimes. I've obviously, honestly, always been ambivalent about hate crimes. It's not a liberal thing to say at all. I know, but I'm not a big liberal, despite what people say. Um, because it feels like, oh, we're punishing for the thought of the of the criminal activity and not just like yeah. a murder's a murder. Is it worse because it was motivated by yeah. animus? Like, yeah. I don't know. It feels a little funny to me, honestly, but. Yeah. I, it, it, I, by the way, I completely agree with that about the, the hate crime, thought crime thing. Me too. I think that that's I think that's a really big problem with those that kind of legislation. Um, yeah. But um, just about the reason why I said domestic terrorism, we're, we're talking about is because in the church committee, some of the readings that we're having is precisely that like the FBI was claiming that Martin Luther King and civil rights uh, activists were domestic terrorists, and so there there is there there are kinds of abuses that um the distinction is meant to um right. Guard protect against, against yeah. even if maybe some of it needs to be rethought right um interestingly scott a friend of mine sent the um the original wiretap order for for martin Luther king and so wow. it was under the condition that i'm not to i'm allowed to pass it out but not but not give it out and so but anyway i'm gonna i forgot to send that to you but i'm gonna because <gasps> it's kind of so cool. cool and it's i want to like, see that super cool used to, <clears throat> yeah. used to be on the director's desk under yes, the glass wild jim comey always had it but it's like it's kind of crazy because it's like here i'll see if i can find it real quick it's um it's it's, it's like, like two sentences yeah it's real <laughs> you're like oh wow and like carter page got a lot more process <laughs> thanks ben um, <laughs> hey, so, I'm, no, no, that's you're right. it's a good thing. It is. Uh, ducks with pants. The floor is yours. Uh, uh, hello, Professor Page. Um, <laughs> I was wondering, since you've now had the uh, distinct uh, uh, honor of have, being a having a paper bag avatar on Kate's wall for the past year or so, I was wondering who you would have a paper bag puppet of on your wall if you had the opportunity to choose wow. to have such a medium of communication. That's such a good <laughs> question. I'm not good at these questions because I'm not that funny and creative. Sure. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Um, okay, I'm gonna, I will answer that question, but I'm gonna have to give it a little bit of, I'm gonna have to give it a little bit of thought. I have another one. I have another one for you to think on. Yeah. If you made something 3D in the style that is the dog shirt, but not a dog, what would it be? <sighs> Nothing. There's no good thing that looks like that. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Wait, wait, so you wouldn't like a cat shirt like that? <laughs> oh, oh, cat shirt. Yes, that's that's what I was thinking. Rhinoceros? No, no. <laughs> yes. All right. What about an Escher oh, painting? Yeah, yeah right. that's a good one. No, no. I, I'm just, you know, I'll stick with my squirrel dress. Like, that's a There's fun. nothing good. <laughs> like, like, bring it. It's really cute. What, what about just some, oh, what is just about my white t-shirt? Is this okay? You're fine. You're not, okay. you're not you're offensive. Scott, you're not Scott, offensive. Scott, Scott, nobody really cares about you. <laughs> no, no, no. Scott, that's no, it's fine. It's not offensive. It's not offensive. <laughs> Mr. Botts. Uh, well, good afternoon. Uh, Hi. Great to see you. Great to see everybody. Welcome back. I got Nina for you. Thank you. You requested Nina. Absolutely. Nina is the best. Um, so <clears throat> I did, I did want to know let you all know specifically, especially you, Lisa, that the Lisa puppet, uh, the Lisa Page puppet really served as initial inspiration to, to me to do different backgrounds. And I know you haven't, maybe, maybe you haven't seen every show, maybe you have, but I have different backgrounds for different days based on the guest. And so I am, I am honored that today <laughs> We can bring up the Lisa Page also. Congratulations, five, 500 episodes. Um, so it, think of it, you were the inspiration. That's awesome. I, I, uh, I, in the early days, I watched a lot of shows. I don't, I don't have the time much anymore. But um, yes, I regularly saw them and was just like, it's, it's tickled, but also surreal. Because you're like, why do people care to have my face on the wall? Like, this is amazing <laughs> and insane. And I just can't believe this is my life. But. Thank you, David. So, uh, serious question. Uh, do you have tips or questions for, or, sorry, tips or suggestions for others who might find themselves targeted by an internet army of trolls? Uh, and, and have you learned any, any lessons that you would want to share? Oh, yeah. I'm interested in that question, too. That's a great question. Um, I... I, I feel ill-suited to give advice, but um, it just will get better. Like it will be bad for a terribly long time. And the only thing you can do is just get up every day. It's really like, it's a lot of grace for yourself, right? It's a lot of patience. It's very, um, I've talked about this before, but you know, it's it's very lonely and it's very, even people who, who care and particularly those who like employers or whomever who are just sort of like, I get it, things are bad, but like, you know, we gotta just, you gotta do this thing. And, and it's, um, it's very hard because there are times where you're like, I just, I, I, I can't do any better than I'm doing. I, I literally can't do any better. And for somebody who's always been able to just like muscle through and keep it up, like it's very, um, it's very I, sort of identity, uh, destructive, but that's not a real word or term, but whatever, you know what I mean? It, it really is just about getting up every day, just endurance because it will change. It will change. And I'm on the other side of it now. And, you know, not that I would ever wish this on anyone ever, no matter how much I loathe them. Um, but it's changed me. Like it is now who I, it's a part of who I am. Right. And because I like who I am, I can't like, begrud I don't know, begrudge isn't the right word. Like, it's a, it's a part of my identity. It's you, like what all trauma does to people. It changes regret. you. Right. right, you don't regret, you don't regret it. it um, but, but can I, is there, so I have found, and I, I didn't endure anything. I, I've never, none of us have endured anything like what you endure. But, like, but also, Scott, you would enjoy it if it's, <laughs> since, since you so relish internet right, right. So, but, hatred. But sometimes it gets a bit much. It gets so a little you, hot even for Scott sometimes. Yeah, right, right. So, so if you mute the conversation, like it goes away. I mean, it's as, as if it really never happened. I'm wondering if, like, if the advice for somebody going through that is, like, stay off of social media, stay away from the news um, or do you, you feel can't. like you need to be? You, you, you can't. You can't. You like, I did to the greatest extent possible. I mean, I didn't go on Twitter until December 2019. That's two full years 
of no social media presence, not knowing what was going on, not really tracking the news. I mean, I had a, I, I think I've talked about this before. I had a, a, I still have a girlfriend who literally her unofficial like role became, tell me when something crazy is happening. Right. So like the day that the president did his like horrendous mock orgasm in Minneapolis or whatever, like I only knew about that because at 10 o'clock at night, a girlfriend was like, oh God, he's so gross. And I'm like, oh, what happened? <laughs> and, you know, like, and I was like, is he, is he being like cruel again or something? And she's like, it's really bad lease. And I'm like, okay, well send it, you know, like I avoided it for years. I did my best to avoid it for years. It doesn't really matter. It really, there's no like, and ultimately I, I engaged, I got on Twitter purely in an effort to like change the narrative. It's not possible. You can't like, you can't rebut that, you know, there's no way to kind of, to, to challenge that kind of, of um, platform, but um, it doesn't really matter, especially at least with mine. It was so, it was, it was so um, saturated, you know, that there wasn't really any escaping it. So I'm not sure that that really answers it one way or the other. Jim McGuckin, the floor is yours. Uh, you know, there's an old saying about let uh, sleeping dogs lie, you know, and Moose was asleep, so I was <laughs> feel bad about picking him up, you know. Now he's giving me the long stare about why'd you do that to me at my beauty sleep. Uh, Ms. Page, I, I'm not really sure. I want to break the general theme here. I was going to ask you a national security question. Uh, you are an expert in national security, right? Oh, gosh, I don't like calling myself an expert on anything, but I've worked in it a good while, yeah. Okay, so um, I'm in the thick. I work in Louisiana, and I work on uh, utilities out there, and as you can guess, we had a little issue last week, um, and um, I'm glad you're okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I didn't go out there. Uh, I got headed off by my boss. The rise I was getting on the plane. Okay, and uh, then, you know, now uh, New Orleans is in bad shape, guys. I mean, really bad. It's it's gone down to a sort of pre Neanderthal type situation. Uh, you know, there's very little order okay people can't it's bad just let's but so the question is we're going to harden the system at mucho costs right uh and my question is this climate change in my mind is sort of a done deal i i may people disagree with me but uh it's just it it, it, it it's going to be really hard to stop uh, uh you know a planetary transformation because it's sort of going um any rate from your perspective how does this change the relative power of nations and in particular i'm thinking about the chinese versus us other words and i want to frame this question more and which of our two societies are more adaptable to change uh i can argue that our our system hasn't shown a lot of adaptability lately. Uh, you know. Well, I mean, I think the answer is the Chinese because in an autocratic state, you get to do whatever you want. And so you get to simply impose whatever rule you want to impose. And so if the Chinese want to get serious about climate change and of late, they've kind of been doing it, like, which is a little bit insane, like between their like recent privacy bill. And then they, they do have like a, a, a something greenhouse gassy. I remember reading about relatively recently they're frankly in a better position to do it. They don't have to have democratic rule. They don't have to have any majority agreement. Like they just can do it. And so ultimately I think an autocratic state is better if they have altruistic goals. The problem is they just usually don't. And there's a, you know, uh, there's an interest obviously in, in simply maintaining, you know, power or, you know, grift or both or so, um, yeah, but I mean, I think everybody is in universal agreement. It's a national security problem now. It's just not one that the government is really prepared to tackle still. Actually, I read a really interesting statistic the other day that was like, oh, no, it was related to um, there was a, some story about um, 
Mackenzie, she's not Bezos anymore. What's her, what's her maiden name? Scott. 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 <clears throat> Thank you. How can um, you forget that? Sorry. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, that like, they were talking about, you know, the billions that she's giving. It's kind of astounding. And the, whatever says it was been a podcast, I think. Oh, it was Make Me Smart, which is like, I have the world's biggest crush on Kyra's doll. And the Kyra's doll Mollywood thing just like brings me total pleasure every single day. I wish it was longer than 15 minutes. But anyway, on the podcast, they were talking about um, philanthropy, like billionaire philanthropy. And the like amount that philanthropists have given toward climate change is some like shockingly tiny, like maybe a hundred million dollars or something like so minusculely small that you're like, what, what? Like a, a couple of billionaires really putting their money in mind to like climate change would like probably do it. And it's kind of crazy that there isn't really climate philanthropy in the way that there is for like eradication of disease or, you know, a whole slew of other obviously important goals. But, um, but climate isn't one of them. It was kind of a sad, weird revelation. It's also super strange that like the economic argument for addressing climate change isn't more foot stomped regularly because what it costs us now, I mean, it, 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 maybe we can't reverse, but we can stop it from getting worse. And so it's just going to be a ton more money to keep patching than it would be to address it and try and ultimately yeah. fix also, our situation. Those philanthropists don't give nearly enough money to lawfare. I mean, yeah, you're you part know. of the problem. You're taking money away from climate change. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, like, like, you know, all these philanthropists who were so supposedly so visionary and everything. Um, Matteo, uh, when you are a great philanthropist, uh, you will uh, solve the climate change mm. problem and give money to lawfare. In the meantime, do you have a question for Lisa? Mm. I have a couple questions for Lisa. I forgot to let me take a second to look. What are you oh, doing here? I'm curious. Don't, don't ever, don't ever you admit make... you forgot your question, dude. I totally that's read, I, I, that's no, reading the fucking stage directions. I'm, I'm here for you. It's okay. I, I'm <laughs> so bad. Kidding, Mateo. We love you. Also, you got a haircut. It looks nice. I know. Oh, no. I know. Maybe it's that yeah. you're not wearing a hat. Yeah. That's are what you... it is. You're always wearing a hat. I've been not wearing a hat. Okay. He, he's also you stationary, know. which is Scott unusual. Scott is now, as we speak, true, figuring true. out that Mateo is in New Haven. No, right. It looks like you're on, like, true. It looks like you're on, I am in uh, New Haven. York. It looks like, uh, where are you, like on York Street or something? The humanities, or? the new renovated humanities quad. I think, like, the YLS oh. is, like, across the street. Yeah, do no, I get right, points no. for that, Scott? Yeah, no, come yes, to you, Yes, you do. Well, yes, you do. I'm like, I'm like mind reading. Why is there? No. <laughs> it's really early. Oh, that was the other thing I did. I, I um I apologized to the students because I had you told me what time your class was and I was <laughs> like was, oh, I actually said this in you, class. Lisa. I, I was like, like who do you who do you I said hate? this in class. I was like, I just want you all to know that a good friend of mine who also teaches was like I love you and I would not come to your class. Like <laughs> that, that is offensive. So I'm it's a I can't even say this out loud. It's 8.30 it's a, on a Friday, Friday morning. <laughs> on a Friday and law, morning? And law schools don't even have Friday classes usually. Well, so yeah. this is like, no, like literally is, like. These are hardcore kids. Like, God bless yeah. them. Because I, I look, I am I, I am a single parent and I have to get back in time. And so I leave Thursday night on the train at like 4 o'clock and I get there at 9 and then like roll up, let's teach, and I'll hightail out of here to like get back down to like pick my kids. You need up. a helicopter, like, Lisa. Yes, who is that? That's a great idea. Genevieve will fly. You. you don't yes, need. Really you're really just on talking license. about heli about climate change, and now we want oh. to get Lisa her own helicopter. Let's see if we can get to the end of the show without Mateo getting a chance to ask this <laughs> No, no, no. Friday morning, 8.30, roll on in. You'll be one of the 20, like, hardcore kids who were like... No, I was actually thinking disciples. about it, but I have another 8.30 class that day, sadly. See, Kate? See? <laughs> He's an undergrad, Lisa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Okay. I've audited classes, though. whatever. <laughs> All right, what's up? Well, now I really forgot the question. Um, oh, oh. Uh, 
Well, that and this time it's on you guys. Um, oh, I'm wondering what you're doing as a professor these days to make sure you don't graduate uh, folks like the ones we see in the news or uh, on Twitter or starting oh, yeah, the Oath Keepers. This isn't my job at all. This is the good news. Is that I get, to, yeah, yeah, no, is... I get to I get to punch all of this to Scott. And I, yeah, no, I, did, I told this to the kids also because one of them had a question about the paper or something. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I have no I have no useful information here. Like, I'm just here <laughs> for the fun parts, which is the teaching. Like, Scott's doing the admin and like the grading and the paper yeah, and things. I, I, and so. I'm basically the RA. I'm Lisa's RA, um, uh, but it it pays well. Um, uh, you know, Lisa pays Lisa, yeah, yeah, not for you, but but no, we're like, I, 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 um, my thought was like, why? I mean, you could do this in the middle of the night, and we'd have students showing up to listen to Lisa. So that was the idea. It's really amazing that your class is so large. I actually was like incredibly impressed. Um, I would never, I, I really, I, like it, it really does, like it really does impact like what you teach obviously, but like when you offer it, like makes a huge difference so that you have such a robust like turnout is like pretty yeah. incredible. And two kids didn't know who I was. I was like kind of tickled by it. I was like, <laughs> yeah, at one point I was like, all right, like I was giving a little bit of bio, like oh, I worked here. I was like, oh, hold on a second. like. I assume everybody here kind of knows my crazy ass story of the last like four years. And most people were kind of quietly like, yeah, you know, you know, like, I was like, okay, does anybody not know? And there were like two kids and I was like, wow, well, that's great. Like, we'll get you there. You live like, under a rock. Well, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, one no, was a, like an international student, like, which I is see. of course understandable. And um, yeah. yeah, anyway, it, it tickled me. We are gonna leave it there um, because it is 5.58. And the last two people I invited on the screen have not shown up. Um, and thus, their questions are uh, going to be skipped. Um, although, I do want to... <laughs> you, said to that, you said that so punitively. <laughs> Actually, though, Oblio 23's question, though uh, Oblio did not uh, make it onto the screen, deserves an answer um, in particular. It sh Oblio writes, Kate... My dog caught a bird this morning and brought it into the house. <laughs> Why did she get the national security question? <laughs> I you get the injured animal questions, Kate. There's no question here. I thought it was hiding behind a bookcase, but now I can't find it. Should I just leave it be and hope for the best? What's uh, what is this the is this the is okay, what um yeah, what do you do when the with it, cat with it. brings in an injured bird and it goes missing? Well, then it's, I mean, either the cat has found it again and you just don't know about it, or it's like, it's like skittered itself off to somewhere and you will probably find it when it starts to like, Rock. smell bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, or, I mean, I don't know. Actually, birds are shocking that like they stun themselves a lot by like running into windows and stuff. Has this happened to you guys? Like I've had like a lot of birds run into windows or sliding glass doors, I, I, and then I I have run into windows. <laughs> Many, <laughs> I, I mean, like so is my seven-year-old. Like he does the, the palm. You know the palm in Washington D.C. Right? Like I think that's like I think we there's a big mirror. Um, like uh, from going from one room to the bigger room, and I walked, smashed my <laughs> face right into there. It was the it was like everyone in the entire yeah. restaurant turned around. So um, you so um, I ha so please be kind to birds who run into. <laughs> into, into. I was gonna say that when birds do that, they often are injured. They're like stunned, and then they'll be and they're freaked out, and then they'll be fine. So that might have been what happened. Also, Windex, we will be willingly sponsored by you as well. <laughs> um, so, uh, I love the advertising grift that, like, <laughs> is running. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow. Lisa Page, you're a great American, uh, and uh, it's great to see you. And uh, uh, let's do Solid Core next week. Um, yeah, I can do next weekend. I'm around. All right. Um, okay. and, Who wants to join uh, us? Come to Solid Core. It's yeah, we'll. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> but meanwhile, the 500th episode of In Lieu of Fun 
ends tomorrow <laughs> with Ada Palmer. And if you've ne if you're one oh, of God. the people who has never seen an episode with Ada Palmer, I've never. Uh, oh man, awesome. I'm gonna Ada send Palmer. you the first one because it was like hyping it because like Scott's like gotta see it and yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. meet but, Ada. But yeah, the I mean first Ada one is was really really intensely like wow there are people who are like, like this in the world and like who, who just have this brain that I don't I don't have and I'm never gonna have and like but wow that's cool to like witness yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I, it also makes you feel so much better that she exists. <laughs> yeah, it is actually really a weird thing of not being shamed about it. Just no, she's just so like, kind and lovely that you're just yeah. like, oh, this is. We're just really glad that you're like a national treasure. <laughs> I also, I think we should have her talk about tomorrow something that she's never talked about on the show, which uh, I learned about when I had dinner at her apartment which is the simulation war game that she runs with you chicago uh undergrads uh on the she wrote uh, an entire video game about settling a new co country in order to oh, no, teach no 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 or not this country a, like planet sorry this is a different Exoterra? one is, they do a war game a role-playing game of the selection of a uh, renaissance era pope Oh, that um, is different. And, and I'm it is, so excited. And it is. She's a Renaissance like, historian. So elaborate. Plus, um, like, uh, and we got to get her to talk about that. Yeah. So um, all of that will be 22 hours and 57 minutes from now. And until then, Lisa. We don't have fun anymore. But in 72 hours, I'm going to be 42. And it might be sort of fun. <laughs> Ooh, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday.